Now it's time for discovering Jesus from beginning to end. This is where we look at an Old Testament passage and a New Testament passage, and we learn how, we show how they point to each other, but more importantly, how they point to Jesus. And so this morning we'll be in Psalm 91 very briefly, and then Mark chapter 1 as well. So this is Psalm 91, verses 9 through 12. And actually, you know what, I'm going to read verse 1 to you because I think the way this psalm starts is really important. So Psalm 91 starts this way. It says, The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. And then the rest of the psalm talks about God's protection. And so in verse 9, Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you, no plague will come near your tent, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. And they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And in Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 20. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. As soon as he came up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. Immediately... The Spirit drove him into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days, being tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild animals, and the angels were serving him. After John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. And as he passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat putting their nets in order. And immediately he called to them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for preserving your word as a gift to us. Would you allow my words this morning to be beautiful, true, and right? And we ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. I don't know if you guys are New Year's resolution people. Anybody? New Year's resolution people? Okay. Well, the rest of you, may I suggest? No, I'm kidding. That's okay. <laughs> I, I am. I, I am. And this year, I have big, big goals. But I've grown over the years in understanding the best way to actually make your resolutions a reality is not only to have these big ideas that you want, but also to tell them to people. And then at the end of my, all my resolutions, I write down, what do I need to be successful in these goals, and who do I need to be successful in these goals? These are these questions that I ask myself, and then I get ready so that I can hit the ground running tomorrow. And so not to Jesus juke all of us in this room, but if you were like me and you had these resolutions and you were asking yourself, who do I need? You, of course, need to write the Lord down on that paper, probably first and foremost. Mark 1 and Psalm 91 teach us exactly what it is that we need in this new year of 2024 that's coming upon us. Mark 1 and Psalm 91 teach us that even God himself needs God in these moments of trials and the difficulties of life. Mark 1, Mark is the gospel writer. He wants to waste no time to get to the Passion Week. He's the guy who uses his Greek word euthis, which means basically and then and then and then, and he's just rushing. You know, Luke takes his time to talk about the birth of Jesus. Matthew's like, hey, we have this really beautiful genealogy. And Mark's like, this guy was born, let's go. And he's rushing us to the Passion account. So in Mark 1, it's a whirlwind, right? He introduces John the Baptist. He does Jesus' baptism. He shows Jesus ministering in Galilee. Very quick gospel message. Hey, guys, kingdom of God's here. You ready? Let's go. And then he picks his disciples, and boom, we're on the road. 
We are running to the Passion Week. But tucked right in there, just a couple of verses, and Jesus was taken by the Holy Spirit, God himself, into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan for 40 days. And Jesus himself was ministered to by the angels, which were proxy for God. Psalm 91 tells us that if we make our place at home with God, then God offers us his protection. And Mark 1 shows us that even Christ himself, the God-man, has to rely on Psalm 91 to make it through his wilderness temptation. In this whole whirlwind of Mark 1, we see that God provides his protection through mediating angels. And so here we are on the precipice of 2024, and many of us probably have big ideas and big goals and big hopes and big dreams and big things, and maybe moments of pain and fear and frustration that we're also looking at in front of us. And I want to remind us all that even Christ himself shows us that he lives under the protection of the Most High and dwells in the shadow of the Almighty, as Psalm 91 starts. So make your resolutions or don't. I suggest you do, guys. I really think we got to have a class on this. But I think as you do that, you should ask yourself, where does my help come from? And the scriptures are, are not uncertain about this. Our help comes from the Lord. So whatever 2024 brings our way, whether you make your resolutions, whether you do the things that you believe that God's calling you to do, may I encourage you, regardless of what those specifics are, that in 2024 you can say, I have learned to dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. That who I need in 2024 is far more important than what I need. And who I dwell with is far more important than whatever I plan to accomplish. And so may we, as the St. Jude body of Christ, be the people who make our home in the dwelling of the Almighty in this year in front of us. Let's pray. God, thank you that you are our home. That home is not a place, but it's a person. And that your word so beautifully shows us that even Christ makes himself at home with you. Would you help us to do this? I do pray my friends would have really beautiful 2024s. I pray that they would receive gifts beyond what they could comprehend even now. I pray that those who desire marriages would find them. I pray that marriages that are hurting would be healed. I pray that finances would be met. I pray that dreams and goals and all these beautiful things would happen. But more than all of that, God, I pray that this happens as we seek to dwell and abide with you more and more in this coming year. Would you help us to do that, God? We ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen.